Finding this podcast magical? Why not toss a coin to your Witches and a Druid podcast through the Acast supporter feature? It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to show your support now. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome to Three Witches and a Druid Podcast. Canadian podcast about paganism in today's modern society. And now, Three Witches and a Druid Podcast present Shen Ka.
shadow mountain face Hello, and welcome back to this episode of Three Witches and a Druid, where we are here sitting around the living room coffee table once again, talking about our experiences in our lives as pagans. And the topic this week we are going to talk about is pagans and money. I'm Margot. And I'm Maeve. Gwen. And I'm Brian. So I don't really have a whole lot to contribute to this conversation as a middle-class white male. Because I have I have a little bit of money. I'm not rich in yeah. any way. I don't understand that misconception of if you have a bit of money, you can't be pagan. I don't understand it. Well, I think it's funny because historically, if we're going to go to Wicca, like even pre-Wicca, those guys had money. Yeah, yes. all money. those guys had. They had the money. That's how we came up with it because you didn't have anything else to do. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, so it's really funny. And then you had to be initiated, and there were so few teachers. People flew to study with people, and they flew for rituals. And they, you know, it was. It could be certainly in North America. It could be halfway across the country to go further your studies and everything. And in those days, flying was not no as cheap as. It is now. No, was cheap. Well, compared to comparatively, comparatively, and yet maybe what would you say? Like mid sixties, it kind of got co-opted, not co-opted, but it's adopted by counterculture. That seems to be what people think of now when they think of pagans. They think of witches. They think of alternative religions, and yet within my own experience, that's not the majority. I don't know. What's your experience, people? Like the, my own experience, the people that I know, they are usually middle class. They are primarily got their act together. <laughs> I find that because as pagans and witches, we're very accepting of so many different types of people that you get that big mix. Mm. You, you get everything, you know, you, you get from people who are very counterculture very, I, I don't even know what word to use. What word shall we use for people who, you know, don't have money or much or, you know what I mean? I, and there's I people who choose, I, I mean, who choose, choose to live their lives yeah, without yeah, a lot of money. Right. And there's, yeah, and there, there are people, you know, all walks. I think it's all walks of life. And we're very, very accepting. There was a phase. I don't know if it's still going on now. I don't know. I guess I'm just older and past it. But there was a little bit of a phase where, you know, I kind of got poo-pooed because I had a mortgage or whatever and all that, you middle-class white, you know, you, what are you talking about? I'm like, what, what, you know what, so what? This is the way I live. Doesn't mean I'm less of a witch. What are you talking about? I don't know if that's still but, going on. But I don't know. That's maybe not the majority, but just the vocal minority. That could be it. You know, yeah, like the people that, that feel that they have the right to question you about your finances or comment on your finances or your life choices or your clothing or whatever. Were they just the ones that were vocal or were they really the majority? I don't know that they were the majority, the majority anyway, the majority, but 
there was that whole phase of, you know, the counterculture. Mm-hmm. And if you weren't living in the counterculture, well, who were you? You know what I mean? It was just like, what? I never, I, I mean. Which uh, is interesting because you talked last episode about being beige. Mm-hmm. Whereas I think I almost played the opposite. Yes. I was a responsible adult with a job paying my rent, but I looked like the flaky, <laughs> free spirit, don't give a shit about anything, you know, long black wispy clothing witch. So I looked that part. But I was very responsible in my, and still am very responsible in my life and try to be somewhat responsible financially. I mean, I don't always succeed at that, but <laughs> do any of uh, us. How much, how much mead did you buy? I bought 15 <laughs> bottles of mead in that's New a, Brunswick that's last week. adults with adult money. That's right. <laughs> it's true. It's, it's, uh, I can't say anything. I bought a thousand dollar leg and said like it. <laughs> you did not. To guess what it was? The Millennium Falcon. Oh, oh, you know how I feel about Star Wars. I'm such a fiend. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> a 55 year old woman still completely obsessed with Star Wars. I don't know. So there is, yeah, little counterculture there. But that's a but thing you, in my subdivision and all my neighbors and all that. When I have, I wear flowy stuff and this and all the wild colors. They think I'm very eccentric. Everyone thinks I'm super. Do you think there's any sort of connection to there? There's a lot of concept behind spells or prayers for for your own financial gain, money. Do you think there's any weird connection to that? Prosperity magic has always is probably in my personal experience working in the shop was probably number two. Behind love. Yes. <laughs> yeah, the idea of doing prosperity magic or a prosperity spell was always, from me, accompanied with, you can't just do the spell and sit there and wait for it to happen. Yeah, you right. have to yeah. do the mundane work in order for this to come to fruition as well. Although, I was thinking about this this afternoon in my life in a very bizarre and twisted kind of way it seems that much like how they say if you're focused on love and looking for love you'll never find it when you stop thinking about it and stop looking for it it will find you that's kind of what's happened with prosperity for me mm-hmm. in a way mm-hmm. when I was so focused on it and so like remember my year of austerity yeah. which went nowhere yeah that helped me absolutely not it seems almost when i stopped obsessing over it and stopped worrying about it that's when prosperity started to come for me right. and not that i'm rolling in it or anything right now no, you're, I still, you're alive i'm alive i'm paying bills. my bills and i'm doing a little bit better in my life right now than i think i ever have finally after you know 58 years so i don't know i i think maybe a lot of the time when you when you say you're looking for it I think there's a whole energy to that and stress and anxiety or possibly desperation. Could be. Even that might 
you know, that that energy around you, it might mind you. We also that. know people who are incredible manifestors yes. who puts their mind to something and boom, it happens. And that's a skill I wish I possessed. Yeah, me too. <laughs> but when it comes to, you know, prosperity spells and all that, it's kind of like, okay, there's the river. And I've got a canoe, but oh, look, you know, that prosperity spell is going to give me the paddle to get going in that river. You know what I mean? You get with the flow. You have to do the work, but it sort of gives a little little extra jump to it. Mm-hmm. And like love, you got to be careful there, too. Oh, yeah. I can't even imagine that. But no, but I have no problem with some people's... I, I don't know, do people object to prosperity or money spells? Like, you know, because if you're in a situation and you need money... The people I can't imagine. No, I, I suspect where a lot of that concept came from, as we already touched upon, was that for a very long time, paganism existed solely in that counterculture world. And I'll take your. I'll take money. As we were discussing in the previous episode, like about using your your knowledge and your skills. To acquire money, mm-hmm. like how do we feel about that? We we've talked we've talked about this before about charging for tarot readings. Oh, that! I think if it's not an outrageous like someone gouging people to death, like I have taught, you know the 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 Wicca one on one kind of classes, and I did charge no thousand dollars. But now I'm thinking you should rework your system there. <laughs> I think the most I charged was like. Forty or fifty dollars for, for six, six weeks, weeks. Yeah. but I had to. I had to find a place to rent. Yeah, you know what I mean. I made very, very little money on it, but I won't lie. And the owner of Little Mysteries, Vanessa, told me a long time ago. She said, oftentimes they would give free talks, and they'd have all these people sign up, and they wouldn't bother coming. But she, I was just going to mention that's that. right. When people had paid for it, they even if it was five bucks. They somehow value it more. Yeah, so sure. I would never gouge people for it. But, you know, that, that was a few years ago that I did that. But you have to rent the place and all that. I, I, you know, I'm not someone who myself needed to make any a bunch of money. But I certainly wasn't going in the hole to do it. No. And that conversation has come up a few times when it comes to ritual, community ritual. About charging a small fee. It's not like even a fee. It's accepting a donation because... Especially around here, eventually that bi-monthly or monthly ritual may end up having to move indoors. And that indoors is not going to be free. Yeah. No. And ritual supplies as well. Yeah. If everybody's getting a gemstone or everybody's getting a candle to charge or... I mean, those are expenses that if people are able to contribute towards them, I think that in a way is also you putting your energy into that ritual and helping towards the success of it right as well yeah, in and, a way. and even if there is a little donation i mean sometimes people don't have any spare cash and you, you realize that and they're saying oh we're looking for like a two dollar donation or something you know past the hat yeah or five dollar donation well you know if i've got seven dollars i'll put it in because you know maybe there's someone there who couldn't afford it but i'm very grateful someone's putting on a ritual yeah you know and it does cost it's like you know however many dollars an hour right yes and, and unfortunately a lot of the times people who attend these things 
Don't like who may not have put on a ritual and stuff. May not realize that. No. Those candles cost money. That incense costs money. Now it maybe is not the same with this generation, but in earlier generations in this country, raised in a Christian home with a church with a there's legacy money there that keeps the church going. And the yeah. church has always had donations and whatever, mm-hmm. but everything is just kind of provided that people don't think about that. So then when they're hit with going someplace else, there, it isn't even on their radar that people are accept that have, that these bills arise out of that, yeah. you know? That's interesting. Just popped in my head that I was raised very Catholic and we were given a dollar for allowance and half of that went into savings Mm-hmm. Half of what was left went in the collection plate at church. Yes, the collection plate at <laughs> church. And what was left is what we got to spend. What, what a great way to and well, that really, your money. That right? really did help us learn, in theory, <laughs> how to save money. Yeah. Yeah. But that was before the days of meat. Yes. <laughs> well, mind you, I mean, I, I went to Europe saving half my babysitting money all through high school. Yeah. Yep. My joy was a nerd and had no social life, so I babysat every Friday and Saturday night. And half of everything I made went in the bank, and that's how I went to Europe for three months. So, when I graduated, I'm going to Europe now and a babysitter. (laughs) (laughs) It's all nutty business, that's for sure. But uh, if I was doing an outdoor ritual, I wouldn't pass the hat. But if I was doing one indoors where I had to, to rent the place... I'm, I'm not prepared to spend $100 out of pocket on my own. Well, it's funny because I've had that conversation with druids in the past. Like, in the summer, that's when they do pass the hat. Because like, those winter months are coming. No ifs, ands, or buts. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So in, in Montreal, they, they pass the hat uh, each ritual. They get a couple of coins here and there. And yeah, it just goes towards the renting of the hall in December, January, February. It's March. budget billing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah. And... You know, thinking about the ritual that we did, which one was that? Midsummer. Midsummer? No, it was. It was. Was it or May Day? Whenever it was, was it May? It wasn't that long ago, was it? Surely it was because it was Persephone and the rise oh of gracious. And all of that. Yeah, May. Anyway, we were outdoors. Yeah, because I brought all those flowers for everybody to charge mm-hmm. up. Mm-hmm. And so then I only paid for the flowers we used. But if we had had a huge crowd, that would have cost me a lot of money. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Yeah. So. Because in May, contrary to popular, it might be spring, spring festival. There's no. No flowers to be no, had. You might find a daffodil here or there. <laughs> it's not like summer when you can pick wildflowers everywhere. Unless it's something like, oh, I'm sending you a spell kit for $100. You know, a prosperity spell, give me $100. We're the only person making prosperity off it. But a fair price for something that's not... I'm just not big on charging a fortune on things. You know, if I've put $10 worth of, you know, goods into a spell kit or something, well, then you can charge $20. Yeah, you're, you're, you don't look at paganism yeah. like a side hustle. No, I wouldn't. Some no. people do. Yeah, yeah. That's okay. Hell? But even at the same time, uh, your years of acquired and compiled knowledge. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. 
That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. That you have put together. That is worth something. Exactly. I mean, yes. Like, you have resources out the yin-yang that you have collected over the years from the radio shows, from your Wicca 101 classes, your public rituals. You have all that information. I have a giant binder just of public rituals. I can't even remember them all. It's true. I never thought I'd see. Now you're, I'm almost on the verge of blushing. If I blushed, I (laughs) thanks for the compliment. But no, there is value to that. Yeah. I, I, to me, I just see it as, Oh yeah, I've just been, I'm just getting old and I've been doing it a long time. (laughs) I suppose I never thought about it that way. Jeez. Thousand dollars. Now it's it's time for you to publish a book. A book? What would I publish a book? Well, you have children's stories that you've already written. I don't know where they are. Auntie the Witch. Auntie the Witch. (laughs) Yeah. The Auntie the Witch. Mado. Mado. Is that Elsa? Mado. No, that was um, Rain. 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 Oh my goodness. If you sleep over, you can have the bed. (laughs) Yes. The only grown woman at the six year old's Barbie sleepover. (laughs) 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 Woo! And it was like waking up in Snow White and the Seven Doors because I woke up. I could hear them all around the bed, half whispering, is she awake? I don't think she's awake yet. I don't know. Let's see. Is she breathing? <laughs> well, you're Phil and I haven't had our sleepover No, I guess we'll have a sleepover. Yeah, I'll come sleep over. I'll figure something interesting to do. <laughs> so back to money. <laughs> Not exploiting children. Yes. Not exploiting children. That's a good way to make money. There is, and some things... Depends on what you're trying to do. And some people, for $1,000, I would want to hope that week-long or weekend or whatever the heck it is would be really damn awesome. Yeah. like real. And if it is really awesome, and if you've got the money to spend, excellent. But for me, I think people who don't have the money should sp- to spend like that should also have options. Right. It's kind of like, and this goes to, you know, the living wage mm-hmm. kind of idea. Like, just because doesn't mean... And I'm myself perfectly prepared you know as long as i'm not losing money you know like if i have to rent a hall or something like it's funny you mention this because i was going to bring up the topic of sometimes a lot of the larger pagan organizations have membership fees like we as a grove we we have a grove fee and anyone who's a member to grow pays their fee once a year and it goes in our little lucky charms pot and gets buried and no one finds it we have a little treasure map. It's great. Well, well, but but you use that for things for your group. No, it's a, it's a pot of gold. We bury it. 
<laughs> right. No, no. We, 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 yeah, we have our little our pot that we use for things. Yeah, but, but sometimes some of those organizers organizations are expensive. So like ADF is I think it's thirty rough thirty, thirty-five dollars a year American. But then Obon. I, I shouldn't even say this because I might be wrong. Obon at one point was five hundred dollars Canadian. Get out. Yeah, and it was like Well what did you get out of it? Well, we didn't do Obama because it was too expensive, so we went to ADF. But the curiosity is, what would a group who was charging such a large amount be offering well, in return? Well, it wasn't necessarily that they were charging a large amount. It had a lot to do with exchange rates. because But still, anything more than $100 for a year, in my mind, is ridiculous. Anything more yeah. than 40, $30 a year is ridiculous. But, I mean, what are you getting out of it? Are you getting, oh, we're going to put this in a big kitty and everybody comes down here and we're going to put you up in a hotel and feed you for a week? Yeah, no. Okay. No, it's just an organization membership. It um, just depends on what you would get out of that. I mean, I understand paying for a membership or something. Well, I, I think with Obad, the, the fee, in, we're talking 16 years ago. I don't know what their structure is now. I believe it was the entry into their Bardic education system. I don't think it was necessarily okay. a membership to OBOD, but you went through the Bardic to become a member of OBOD. Mm. Okay. You yeah. you got a lot if you got a training program and all yeah. okay. okay. Well and that's the same with ADF. Like it's you, you pay your membership fee but then it, all the training programs on the inside are free. So like I've done my dedicate to working on my clergy at the moment and so. stuff. Well that's reasonable. Yeah. But that's reasonable. And but I, we know the temp, temple of witchcrafts. I, d I don't know what their membership fee is either. But I, I think, think it's, it's on the higher end of yeah. things. There, there are people who do take exception to the high prices of things. There are people who, like uh, Temple of Witchcraft, some people find it pricey. Now, everybody who takes it is absolutely satisfied yeah. with it. Completely, completely satisfied. But some people take exception to, why are you charging this much money? Right. Which, again, you can choose to spend your money where you yeah. want to or where you don't want to. That is 100% your choice. Yeah. I, I also do, and I don't know, maybe this is, I don't know, maybe I'm old-fashioned or maybe the way I was raised to, and maybe because I have been involved in the community for a long time, I do feel a bit of responsibility, and I haven't done much about it the last few years, that people who are able to help others or teach others should be doing it and not charging money for it as well. Oh, you yeah, know what I mean? Okay I, I think people, because I'm a big volunteer, I'm a huge person, a person who will hugely volunteer and not give a shit about the money. So I really do think that, that, that there should be people to talk to and people to help you out and I am probably shooting myself in the no, foot no. really hard right now and you're going to be going what are you doing next <laughs> the important you know, thing there, there, there should be help for people who cannot afford the important thing there though is to not shame those who do charge no no yeah. if you can charge and people are willing to pay yeah yeah hopefully they're not taking advantage I was going to say and the expectation is that they respect it Yes, they respect the, that your time and your commitment to yeah. it as well. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's true. And I mean, like I say, some of these are expensive, but I know, again, like Temple of Witchcraft, I've never heard anyone complain once right. about what they got for their money. They were extremely pleased. They got this and this and this and this and a mentor that they could contact anytime and on and on. And they're very, very pleased. Yeah. But like when the grow first started, we used to do Druid 101 courses. Yeah. Class. And we, we charged... And now that we have a bit of a, a pot, we, we don't charge anymore. 
Mm-hmm. Anytime we've done it in the last few years, we've, they've been free. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, that's pretty good. I don't know. I think it's just how ethical is the person who's charging the money in the first place? Like, yeah. what are they, you know, are they gouging people unnecessarily? But then again, if they can get someone to pay a bucket of money. If people find value, you can get a car, you can get a beater that'll get you to and from work for $1,500. Or you can pay $75,000 for a car and go to work in style. Right? (laughs) That is a massive difference. And I I can spend that $1,500 and feel I got value for my money because I'm driving back and forth to work. And somebody else can spend $75,000 and feel they got value for their money. Yeah. Yeah. And if we're both happy. Well, that's what I say I just hope that both cars are electric. Yes. Just just make sure they're not polluting. When people ask, you know, I want to send flowers, how much, you know, what should I spend on flowers? I can say, if you're looking for a cut bouquet, we recommend you starting at. $25 $25 and it goes all the way up to knock your socks off. Yeah. You know? <laughs> right. yeah. and I, my, my thing is, is that I've got a little teeny putt putt that's kind of old and I love it and it gets me where I need to go and it has been here and there and everywhere, you know, but I, would, I wouldn't want anyone to think that just because they can't afford to pay for this class or that class or this or whatever, that you cannot do these things on your own and one of the ways that i've experienced and we've all been you know we've done this is say you found a book and it's got all these great exercises and thoughts get a few friends together everyone buy the book and meet every two weeks and get it you, from the library get it from the library or goddess forbid copy the chapter here and there and you can just make your own learning group and people you can learn together I don't want anyone to ever think that, oh, I can't afford this. It's like the person who after four years still is afraid to cast a circle. You can learn these things together. Mm -hmm. Let's work through this book. I've been in several groups like that. Well, this is a topic I don't know much about. This person's recommending it. Everyone takes a look at the book. Yeah, this looks great. We get the book and we meet every two weeks and work through it. And that can be just as as effective and just as, as meaningful as spending that thousand dollars for a week so that is that is a big thing for me it's just because you can't do this doesn't mean you can't learn those things Mm -hmm. and i think also that sort of i don't know if this is off topic or but with the pagan assembly as well is to be a resource Mm -hmm. to help point people in the right direction and as with the christmas hampers that were done yeah people donated what they could yeah and some people donated a lot some people donated a little and everything all came together and all helped yeah and was a su- huge success yeah yeah we helped eight families yeah make their christmas holidays a little bit easier yeah yeah and again these were people that maybe you know probably couldn't donate obviously i don't want to say obviously but didn't have the resources to donate to contribute and they were the people that we were able to help yeah and that's just as important i think as a community for us to come together and be able to do that yeah as well absolutely yeah Hmm. okay well look that is some of our take on money 
That was wild, right? That was (laughs) I really, I just, if you you can't afford that $500 for the weekend, buy a book and get some friends. That's a biggie for me. Speaking of money, if you want to give us money. Yeah, if you want to give us money so we can pay our beautiful editor in coffees. (laughs) She has one coffee a month. We need to give her more coffees. We need to give her more coffees. Three Witches and a Druid Podcast would like to take a moment to thank our amazing Patreon supporters. Today, we shout out to Danny, Tania, Sarah, Lore, Kay, Linda, and Jennifer. Without your generous support and contributions, we couldn't bring you this magical content, and we thank you for listening. Well, look, thank you very much, everybody, for tuning in. It is always a pleasure for us to get together and talk about these things and share them with you. And if you'd like to contact us, you can you have Three Witches and a Druid Facebook page. You can ask us questions, leave comments, anything like that, anything you might like to see in the future. And, you know, give us all kinds of thumbs up. And uh, until next time, everybody, Merry Meet. Merry parts and merry meet again. Bless it be. This has been Three Witches and a Druid Podcast. Thanks for listening. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.